Freaks, it's Monday, November 7th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, living that barefooters lifestyle. No, thank you. Plus, maybe sucking up a penis through a tube is an option. No? Drawing with dog turds, and the U.S. Air Force falls into penile formation. All this with your voicemails today. Banana, small, large, green, ripe banana. Banana, banana. Know your banana, small, large, green, ripe banana. Is it young? Is it green? Is it full? Is it thin? Is it baked? Is it lunch? Is it boiled? Is it brunch? Is it soft boiled or steam? This long, green, green eyes. Banana, banana, know your banana, small, large, green, ripe banana. You got to know your banana, Rose Mitchell and apple banana, brimstone and seedling banana, robusta and china banana. Sulfur and lactan, giant big and honey banana, banana. Know your banana, small, large, green, ripe banana. Banana, banana. Know your banana, small, large, green, ripe banana. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. I just want to say. How dare you? You want to know how I keep my man happy? I let him play with my sister. Oh, fuck. My grandfather eating my ass. Yes, hey, freaks. It's your girl, Tim Possible, also known as early 90s heartthrob Timothy Amber Thiessen, or just, hey, you're a Timbasil, you Tim-witted idiot, Timothy Hennessy Tennessee Henson, Timb. Back here with you to start off a new week of programs. Got an exquisite 14 karat gold episode of TV. Jimmy 10. Yes, today's episode is kind of like a Derek Jeter rookie card. Catfish Hunter. Yeah, I don't know that name. Roy Campanella, 57 tops. Well, I think I've heard of Roy Campanella. Not really a sports guy, as you could imagine. That's neither here nor there. The point is, I've got a great show. Let's get into things right now. We begin with a Utard who has been relatively quiet recently. You may remember the name Shane Lee. If not, maybe this impression of him will ring a bell. Hey, everybody, this is Shane Lee. This is Shane Lee. Today, I'm going to sing in a chipmunk voice, in a chipmunk voice. Shane is a deeply disturbed individual. With some interesting speech patterns, he repeats like the last few words of every sentence. Even more disturbing than that are the accusations that he, uh, you know, diddled a little girl. Now, he claims it's all a big misunderstanding. This little girl crawled into bed with him and uh, was the aggressor or something. I don't know. Shane Lee has tried to explain what happened, but it's kind of hard to follow his line of thought. He's back because, uh, you know, people in the comments won't leave him alone about this. They always bring up the pedophilia. So once again, Shane Lee is going to address it. Now, 
here's the thing I keep pointing out about the age of consent that they probably really hate. If you're a boy or a girl or a girl, <laughs> pre-marital sex, <laughs> okay, uh, is not impossible. It's Tim Possible. Ting. Although that makes it kind of sound like child sex is possible with Tim. Rape my boy pussy. No. Rape my boy pussy. No, no raping of boy pussy. By the way, that's just a way weird gays talk. The gay adult men will refer to their ass as a, a, a boy pussy. Also, do a Google search for little Asian girls' feet. Oh, you'll thank me. Yeah, that sound clip's a little harder to defend. I don't know what the hell I was talking about there. Anyway, I'm sorry, Shane. Go ahead. The reason I'm telling you this is men can rape little boys' tits. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what your defense is here. He's kind of saying, uh, uh, you're accusing me of raping a little girl. Well, what about those guys who rape boys? Yeah, no one's saying they're good. We're kind of just talking about you right now, though. Now, little girl. <laughs> okay, you need to stop laughing. That just makes everything ten times creepier. We'll have to get to my house. <laughs> By herself at night <laughs> and be older than 14 to do that. I guess he's listing his requirements for potential female mates over 14 and they have to figure out their own way to my house. I ain't driving. But no little boy can get in my house right? yeah. late at night at all. <laughs> all right, we get it. You're not gay. He's basically saying, I will only rape, I will only rape 14 plus year old girls. Year old girls. Well, you really set the record straight there, Shane Lee. I'm trying to say you're not supposed to do either, either. Male or female, right? <laughs> Until they're what? Of eight I'm sorry. I think I just heard something and I'm going to need some audio enhancement. Computer. Enhance. <laughs> now, isolate that last second and enhance by 300%. Again. Again. Slow down audio by 150%. 200%. As suspected, another low battery smoke alarm strikes again. Now that sends them a message, right? They're calling me a male pedophile who wants little girls, right? Wrong. You're a pedophile who wants little boys. <laughs> I know you're real secret. <laughs> you're real secret. You're down to me for wanting girls because you want little boys. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, it looks like you got them, Shane Lee. This should put all those nasty rumors that you admitted to in the past to rest. A little Shane Lee update for your Monday. You know, I found an interesting new community on TikTok. It was new to me, at least. There are people out there in the world uh, that are shunning socks and shoes. They're living that barefoot life, man. I got to say, even though this is, uh, you know, a growing community or lifestyle or whatever. It seems miserable. All the videos on TikTok are of people complaining about how their feet hurt 
or they're uh, upset because they're finding sharp things in the road that could potentially injure them because they're walking barefoot. Here's an example of a woman at a gas station pumping her gas barefoot. Pumping gas and found an infamous piece of glass that barefooters just get told about all the time. What piece of glass? That piece of glass there? I think actually she's mocking the people who warn her about stepping on sharp things because she picks up this shard of glass with her toes. That piece of glass? Oh, yeah, that is a damn piece of glass. Look, I know we're supposed to just uh, accept everyone's looks at this point, but this woman is is horrified. Like, her feet are all black, obviously. She's also not a fan of uh, washing her hair, apparently, because it's all matted. You ever see those videos of abandoned dogs? Like, uh, you know, someone will find an Afghan hound that's been living on the streets for a year or two, and you can't even see the dog's face because the hair is so long and mad. That's what this woman looks like, although you can see her face. I know that because uh, she also hasn't shaved. She's growing a beard of sorts. This is not a very appealing ad for the barefoot lifestyle. Here's another barefooter. So for me, these small, hard trail rock things are the most difficult to walk on. They don't ever cut my feet, but they do bruise them. So I guess I just need a little more practice. Or, you know, put on some fucking shoes. Problem solved. We as a society came up with a solution to this problem like hundreds of years ago. Everyone in her group, by the way, wearing shoes. She's the only one going barefoot. And surprise, surprise, she's straggling behind. You guys, slow down. These rocks hurt. You know what you need to do to build up your endurance? Before you even attempt to leave the house, dump a bucket of Legos on the carpet. You walk on those eight hours a day for a week or two, you little stones in the road aren't going to bother you. That's the only real way to prove you are a true and honorable barefooter. Back to that first woman who found a shard of glass at a gas station. I found her actual TikTok account, and uh, sure enough, (laughs) I was right. She doesn't bathe, really. Baths, no. Showers, yes. I only take a full head-to-toe shower once a month. That's all you really need. Dear God, in her profile, by the way, in addition to being a barefooter, she's a witch. A little added bonus detail there for you. I do, if I need to, get in, rinse off, if I've gotten dirty or if I've had to work on my car. You you, you walk day and night on, on your bare feet. You're getting dirty. <laughs> I've had to do a lot of moving and got really dirty. I will jump in the water and do a quick wash off, but a complete head-to-toe shower just once a month. There's no reason for anything more than that for me. Ask your friends and family if there's a reason. I eat healthy. I don't really have um, body odor like normal people who eat trash food. I don't wear deodorant. And I don't think my armpits smell. So that's something else too. She doesn't think it smells. She also doesn't shave her armpit. She's a very hairy witch. But, you know, I I think this is a good time to remind people, just because you can't smell yourself doesn't mean other people can't smell you. You know, we all kind of get used to our own brand. You got to be courteous. I just I love the comments here. People trying to understand. They're like, wait, so that's 12 showers a year. Yeah. Horrifying math, huh? So I don't know if you know or not, but I only wear linen clothes. Listen, I can't with this bitch. Why or how would we know that about you? My guess was going to be hemp. You're you're an on an, on an all hemp wardrobe. 
Oh, you know, I do have one more video from her. Full-time barefooter issues. I can already tell you, whatever the problem is, it could be resolved by wearing shoes! But on my way walking out, my toes started hurting. What the fuck did you step on, you dumb idiots? And so now I'm back up here to where I can stop and look at it. And yes, I walked on it all the way from the lake like this. Oh, yeah. Uh, she and it said, hurts. She, of course, it hurts. She said that she was, uh, she went to the lake to swim. So I guess that kind of counts as a bath, right? Well, she's done for this month. Check that off of her to-do list. Anyway, yeah, she, she was at the lake. Something happened to her toe and she walked all the way back to wherever she was. Uh, bah, bah, bah. And so now I know why we're going to take a look at it. Oh. So it's my big toe, and I've had dry skin on it, but I guess from getting wet. Oh, uh, look at the chapter artwork. How fucking disgusting this toe. This is after she was in the lake. Her, her foot is, like, entirely black. So what is the problem here? There looks like some peeling skin. Oh, you have, you have a dry toe. I wonder why. I guess from getting wet. Yeah, oh, that's the problem. It's this... <laughs> the moisture was causing your skin to peel. What fucking planet is this bitch from? So now I know why. Hold We're going to take I a gotta look I got to hear at. this. So it's my big toe, and I've had dry skin on it, but I guess from getting wet, it just, like, um, peeled it all away. Oh. And it's not just, like, a little peel. It's, like, red underneath, <laughs> bitch. Your, your toe's infected. Ow. Yeah, that is, like, red raw. So I poured some water on it. Let's look at it now. Where the sho Wear shoes? Oh, you can see the skin's kind of pulled away there. I guess that happened from walking in the mud and the rocks. Yeah, getting all sorts of weird shit in that cut. Mm -hmm. I'll look at it better after I go take my monthly shower. That's why I got in the lake. So <laughs> That was why she got in the lake for her month. That's not a shower, honey. The dirty, filthy lake. Uh, here's another guy. This is George Woodville. He is a barefoot activist. He just interviews people about being barefoot. He just pulls people off the street and starts asking them if they'd ever go barefoot. I have a sneaking suspicion that these interviews are fake, by the way. Would you ever go barefoot? Yeah. Would you do it right now? Yeah. How does it feel? Pretty liberating, actually. It's freeing, and you're getting this for free. Yeah, you're getting it for free! You can walk on other people's shit for free. Stones and used condoms and sharp shit. What a dream. So liberating. See what I mean? Like, who would agree to this? A random guy's like, hey, take off your shoes. I want to see you walk barefoot. Okay, sounds good. Oh, you'd think he's like some sort of like a uh, foot fetishist. I was thinking about that. I thought maybe this whole uh, barefooter community is just for people who are obsessed and love feet in a sexual way but when you're actually living that barefoot lifestyle your feet look hideous they're dirty like no one's sucking on barefooters feet all black and cut up from the shit you're walking on it's gross man anyway uh so yeah she's actually, like it's, it's freeing free it's freeing it's liberating and you're getting this for free foot bump yeah so he'll foot bump like tap feet with the people he talks to. Again, I would not do that with a stranger. The whole interaction feels a little fakey. Here's another interview. Would you ever go barefoot? If I was with you, I would. Would you do it right now? Do you want me to do it right now? I'd love you to do it right now. I can do it right now. <laughs> How does it feel? It feels so good. I feel like naked. Is that a good thing? Yeah, I love being naked. What about the raw sensation of it? I love it raw. Football? See, see, okay, see what I mean? She's either just a giant whore coming onto this guy, and he's not that attractive, or this is uh, all bullshit. So there you go. That's just a little bit from the barefooters community on TikTok. I don't like.
You know how I feel about feet. Uh, moving on now. Haley's Comet stumbled upon something kind of interesting. Uh, we've got a post here from a young girl. Her name is Ava. She was asked to be someone's date at a wedding. She didn't really like the guy, though, didn't want to attend a wedding, so she politely declined. And you know how some guys are. They'll hit on a girl and hit on a girl and hit on a girl until she flat out refuses and then just turn around and call her a bitch. I didn't like you anyway. I was just saying I wanted to suck on your titties to make you feel good about yourself. You know, pity. This guy, though, took his uh, sweet time getting back at her. Two years after the initial wedding invite, he sends Ava a song. Oh, yeah. This whole wedding invite thing really affected him. Kind of hard to understand the vocals because he kind of mumbles and the music is really loud. But uh, he's saying he wish he never invited her to the wedding because now their relationship has changed. <laughs> you think of me as a dork. This song certainly isn't helping you in that regard. Oh god, this is even worse than a fuck you song. He isn't trying to pull a Taylor Swift here. He's still trying to fuck this broad. Oh, oh, you're going about this all wrong. Now, as I mentioned, and as you've heard, uh, it's very hard to understand this guy because of the music. So I really want to hear what he has to say. This is like a slow moving car crash. So I turned to that uh, AI program that uh, isolates the <laughs> isolates the instrumental and the vocals. I hope you're okay with not hearing the music and just hearing this dorky kid's voice because that's what's going to happen now. Let's just uh, rewind it a few seconds and uh, see where we're at here. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I can't play thought we both have fun with it. I think you're cool. I must admit it. Truth is, I'm sorry. Truth is, I'm sorry. He's apologizing for inviting her to a wedding. That's not something you should apologize for. You, d you don't get it. She just doesn't. She's not into you, dude. I'm sorry. You're coming off sounding like a. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I asked you to do a wedding. I thought we would have a good time, but I guess not. When I ask you to be my day to run wedding. Yeah, let's keep reliving this. I wasn't trying to sound like a chunk. I would have loved you to be my day to a wedding. Because we both could have enjoyed the perks. So the rhyme there was he was not trying to sound like a jerk. He just wanted to take you to the wedding and enjoy the perks. I thought we'd enjoy the food. <laughs> and the food. I thought we'd enjoy a dance. Friends? I thought we'd enjoy the food. We enjoy a dance. Dance. I dance around with you in my rented pants. Oh. I dance around with you in my rented pants. Uh-oh. Wow. Uh-oh. I can't believe how we could have fun with it. I think you're okay. cool. I must admit it. Yeah, we know how you feel about her. 
She posted this online to mock and ridicule you. I don't think you're going to get that date. It is uh, not a love connection, unfortunately. I think Ava's making a terrible mistake. Give this guy a shot. He's putting himself out there writing songs about you. Not once did he call you a cunt. He's a keeper. Ting. Also, I got to say thanks to DV listener Category 5 Aborted Fetacane for providing a link to a rabbi explaining circumcision, specifically the uh, Hebrew ritual that results in a baby circumcision, you know, the moil or whatever, uh, cuts off some foreskin, and uh, then it gets even weirder. Take a listen. Halacha 3, 4, 5, and 6, he describes how the circumcision is to be done. This is after the cutting. The mohel does what is called mitzitza. Mitzitza means to suck. Oh, you suck the little baby's penis. Perfectly normal. Nothing to see here. It's religion, so we can't question that. By all means, though, people continue to freak out over drag queen story hour. Meanwhile, old men are sucking baby cocks. Men can rape little boys, too. <laughs> Shane Lee, I will handle this. Yes, I'm sure a lot of you freaks know this because you are, in fact, freaks. This is the type of knowledge we retain. Moyles uh, perform the circumcision. They cut the foreskin and then they suck the baby's penis or something. I, I guess, right? Mitzitsa means to suck and it means doing so with his mouth. And one could say, well, why can't you use a tube? Well, you could technically, but it's not the custom as to why, how it was done. Now, why is it that way? Well, well it's more fun. To say that in the olden days you didn't have tubes, now you can have tubes, so why not? The answer is I thought about it. Yeah, I bet you he really pondered this. Rationalize, I guess, is the right word. Is that it's not as effective hmm. because the tube... Does, you get better sucking power with just, you know, mouth on dick. It's not seal as well. It's not yeah, as see? pliable. I told you. It's all about the seal your mouth makes around the cock skin. Seal as well. It's not as pliable. <laughs> and furthermore, it's not as fun, quick, and it's not as close. Yeah. You have to have a quick suction action. You have to have more pliability. And also, there's the theory, some people feel that it is, some people feel that it's not, that the saliva of a human being has some antiseptic qualities and it's actually brought yeah unless you have mouth herpes in the halacha of the talmud that uh the saliva of a rabbi of certain people were actually used as curatives and so saliva is not a bad thing sometimes it makes the best lubricant take it from this old jew spit on the baby's dick before you suck the little guy will thank you ting please don't isolate any audio from today's show it's all Super problematic. Spit on the baby's dick before you suck. Spit on the baby's dick before you suck. Enhance. Spit on the baby's dick before you suck. Enhance. Spit on the baby's dick before you suck. Enhance. Spit on the baby's dick before you suck. Now, oh, this is a nice uh, upcoming test of patience candidate. Test of patience. Tim loses his job edition. Finally, before we get into the news, got to say thanks to Oatmeal in the Discord for providing a link to a new toy. You know, I'm kind of obsessed with these uh, children's toys that cater to kids' interest and fascination with poop. Now, I get that it's taboo and gross and kids like to laugh at that type of stuff, but encouraging children to really examine and grow their love for feces seems like it could be troubling. 
seems like it could lead to, to something not so great. You know, I bet just as the uh, rise of Instagram and selfie culture has resulted in an increase of uh, eating disorders and suicide among teenage girls, the rise of poop toys is going to cause a whole generation to be scat-loving turd freaks. Mark my words, Timberly Amber Thiessen has warned you all. We featured a bunch of these toys on the podcast. As a matter of fact, the late, great, uh, dearly departed, uh, love lady cat lady sent me a gotta go flamingo. Hello. See, it, it mimics anything you, you say, and it also shits in a toilet. And it also shits in a toilet. Do that thing where you sing a song. And it also shits in a toilet. No. Oh. Going crazy here. And it also shits in a toilet. I think I have a defective unit, or it just has to poop. It's constipated. Oh, oh, gotta go. There it goes. Uh-oh, gotta go. Uh-oh, gotta go. Well, the newest poop-heavy toy is actually a board game called Skid Marks. <laughs> this artwork is fantastic. Look at the amazing brush strokes. All right, so there's like a bunch of artwork on the wall. It's kind of hard to understand because, you know, they're speaking jib-jab language. Work is also known as British. This work is fantastic. Look at the amazing brush strokes. You aren't using your paws to draw this. Skid marks the Doggy Doody Doodle game. All right, there's a lot going on here in a short amount of time. Let me just explain what Skid Marks is. Skid Marks is all about dog shit. Specifically, you control this dog who's scooting his ass on a piece of paper, drawing a picture, and you have to identify what the picture is. These are some good drawings. Real Pucasos. I said, I said, Pucasos. That's what I was going for. All right, let's get back to the commercial. Skid marks the doggy doody doodle game. Can you guess the doggy's mess? Is it an arrow? Draw a scoot. Key. The funny poodle. Pizza. <laughs> Simply fantabulous. Skid marks the puppy scooting artist by Goliath. Basically, you draw a card and then you move the dog around the board. He's on like a leash. You have to try to assemble, draw, create your master poose, as the uh, description here says. If the other players can guess the creation from your skid marks, you win. It's kind of like Pictionary, but it's, to use the same joke as before, Pooktionary or win, lose, or shit. If you remember that game. So there you go. That is Skid Marks. It's uh, relatively inexpensive on Amazon. It's like 13 bucks uh, by the makers of Doggy Do Corgi. Another dog shit related game. I don't even like this one is even more dumb. There's at least a, a challenge, a game involved with that Skid Marks one. The Corgi game, at least according to the description, is uh, y you feed the dog and then you collect his shit. Like you pick up the dog poop. And that's how you win. That's called real life. That's called pet ownership. Just get a real dog at that point. Because, you know, like this, it's not a fun thing to do to collect. Uh, okay, whatever. Kids are just loving handling poop, playing with poop. I, I swear to God, it's going to be a problem for this generation. I swear. All right. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. <laughs> we don't need we don't need more scat content being generated i fear that's what's going to happen when they uh, reach a certain age listen if you want to support distorted view daily first of all thank you so much 
We've been doing this show since December 2004. Uh, we started the side show, our member side, in what, 2005, 2006? And since then, uh, we've been able to continue the show thanks to you guys. And it can only continue with support. Uh, the best way to support the show is to sign up for the Sideshow DV's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new Sideshow exclusive episodes, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. This week should be no different. That means tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. You get a personalized RSS feed that you can plug into most podcasting apps. Or an even easier way to get access to new Sideshow episodes. If you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can sign up for Sideshow access right in those apps. Just a few taps, bing, bang, boom, you're in. You're getting all the free shows, all the new exclusive programs. It's super, super easy. For more information on all of that, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. And finally, one last way to support TV, of course, is our Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. You know the drill. For more information, again, check out patreon.com slash distorted view. Thank you to all of my patrons. And of course, you Sideshow members, uh, you are the reason the show continues. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, I say it time and time again, but babies truly are stupid. An evening of potty training went badly wrong after a toddler got her head stuck in a toilet seat. You're not even in the right ballpark when it comes to defecation. This truly is a stupider than normal baby. It's like, baby, you know where the poop comes from. You can feel it in your diapies after you shit. So why would you try sticking your head in the toilet? I thought that's how you do it. This could be a form of dyslexia. Instead of reading things backwards, she, you know, shit standing on her head. Close, but no cigar. All right, uh, Kay Stewart, 37, had been trying to potty train her two-year-old daughter, Harper, at their home in Walson, North Tyneside, or something over there in the UK. The toddler decided to try to wear the seat around her neck. And yes, of course, I have an image of that. Take a look at the chapter artwork for a picture of this stupid kid with a toilet seat around her neck. It's an interesting look. I could see this being like runway fashion, high fashion couture. It's the new bold look of Kohler. They make toilets, right? Yeah, the toddler decided to try to wear the seat around her neck and then got into difficulty getting it out, crying, Mommy, I'm stuck! I know if this was me as a baby getting a toilet seat stuck on my head, like, my parents would take it off, but not at first. They, they'd let me struggle for a while with it, you know, just so I think twice about doing it again. Miss Stewart's efforts to get the seat off were unsuccessful, Sounds like the parent's pretty dumb, too. And in desperation, she asked her 16-year-old daughter, Shannon, to call firefighters for help. Because they've got nothing better to do. Tyne and Ware Fire and Rescue Service dispatched a crew from the Walson Community Fire Station, and they arrived within minutes, expecting a real emergency. Uh, they used small tools to remove the potty and uh, amused Harper's siblings with the blue lights on their fire trucks. Wow, fire, rescue, and entertainment. They really do it all. Ms. Stewart said they were so calming and kept the other kids busy while helping Harper. 
Harper gave the firefighter a big hug once he was done freeing her. That's it? Just a hug? Spit on the baby's dick before you suck. Enhance. Spit on the baby's dick before you suck. Enhance. No, no, no. That's not what I meant. Oh, good God. I'm so glad I uttered those words on today's podcast. No, what I meant was, yeah, a hug is nice, but uh, if this happened here in America, you'd be facing like uh, $100,000 in medical bills, you know, for the ambulance and firefighters. A hug just isn't going to cut it here in the U.S., all right. Uh, station manager Trevor Sturick said he was so glad that his crew was able to assist the family and wished Harper well with her future potty training. She had to be very still, which can be frightening for such a little person. Oh, yeah. When they were like, like cutting through the seat. I want to thank the crew for their professionalism at this incident. Sometimes when you turn up, people are really panicked and it's about remaining calm and calming others. You know, uh, I will say this. Uh, a lot of parents do struggle with potty training their kids. Some kids just have a real hard time getting the fucking concept of sitting on the toilet and pushing. Believe it or not, I think I may have something that will help. For once, Tim's going to be part of the solution instead of just sitting back and making fun of your misery. What if I told you hypnosis may be able to help potty train your kids? Now, we have featured plenty of hypnosis video channels on the podcast this stuff really works, whether you're trying to enlarge your penis or you just want to turn yourself into a submissive sissy fag slut. Hypnosis can help. So I ran across uh, one here that is not so filthy, disgusting, dirty. Uh, this is hypnosis to help with bedwetting, uh, incontinence, shitting yourself, all that stuff. I think it may be useful for babies. You might want to like play this uh, while they're going to bed instead of lullabies or something. Take a listen. The SoCal AB hypnosis system is not just an audio CD, but part of a simple program of action that you work for successful loss of bladder and bowel control. It's a system that really works. CDs are available for full-time wedding and messing. Full-time wedding? What does that mean? I guess babies are constantly pissing and shitting themselves. That's pretty full-time, right? Full-time wedding only, wedding and messing in diapers only, bedwetting and introducing the new wedding in diapers only with enhanced suggestions for thumb and pacifier sucking. CDs were actually recorded by a female. You can only get the SoCal AB unpotty training system directly from SoCal AB. Oh, guys, I think I fucked up. This is an unpotty training system. This makes you piss yourself or shit yourself. That explains why I have this in my collection. You can only get the SoCal AB unpotty training system directly from SoCal AB or SoCal AB auctions on eBay, or diaperstation.com. Okay, so this was like a live read on the Potty Time podcast, and that means I'm guessing the Potty Time podcast is not a podcast for parents who are trying to potty train their children. It's something far more adult. That also explains this tiny little audio clip from the Potty Time podcast. A uh, single adult baby looking for a mommy. Right. Aren't and we that's all? That's it. You know. <laughs> right. That's it. You know. It's mm -hmm. like it's 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 so shallow. Mm, this guy's looking for a little something more. I have no idea if that podcast still exists or not, but 
If you're a diaper lover, check out the, the, the Potty Time podcast. All right, second story we have for you. I guess I wasn't helpful after all. What's fucking new, right? Uh, yes, a U.S. Air Force refueler drew a phallic pattern in the sky near several Russian military facilities in Syria on Tuesday. The Boeing KC-135R Stratotanker, which is used to refuel military aircraft, set off from Chania International Airport on the Greek island of Crete uh, at around 1415 UTC. After an hour's journey of flying east and past the island nation of Cyprus, it spent two more hours flying in a pattern that resembles a dick. Not just a dick. Alexis, do you want to take this one? Dick and nuts! That's right. Someone's got a pat at the pussy. I've got a, a picture of the flight path, and it is very clearly dick and nuts. Take a look at the chapter artwork. I'll try to also make it uh, the featured image over there at distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com so you can see some aerial cack. The Stratotaker's flight was just off the Syrian coast where several Russian military facilities are located. One is the seaport of Tardis, a naval facility established in the Soviet era that Russian media reported is used to repair and supply ships. Another is, oh God, Kamimim Air Base, a Syrian air base operated by Russia, where the country has tested advanced jet fighters such as the Su-57. The air base has been instrumental in servicing Russian air traffic, in the Middle East and Africa. That's according to an analysis by Middle East Institute scholar Anton Mardasov. All right, sure. Let's get back to the cock. U.S. military pilots have encountered tense run-ins with Russian aircraft over the eastern Mediterranean before, such as when the Pentagon said in February that three U.S. naval aircraft experienced unprofessional intercepts by Russian aircraft. Well, now it's time for payback. Talk about unprofessional. We're painting some penis up in the sky. It's unclear if the Stratotanker's flight pattern was intentionally made to resemble a phallus. It has to be. It's impossible that it's not. The Stratotanker also flew near Cyprus and Lebanon on Tuesday. The U.S. Air Force and a representative for U.S. Air Force Central did not immediately respond to a request for comment. And finally, today, freaks, got a story about uh, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos. CEO entrepreneur born in song was all over tiktok was that a bo burnham song well jeff might be in a little trouble here based on how he treated his workers apparently a former housekeeper for amazon founder jeff bezos alleges that she and other employees were made to work in unsafe and unsanitary conditions you're the housekeeper though you're supposed to clean it and make it sanitary i mean i guess unsafe is one thing uh, some of the problems include having to climb out of a laundry room window just to access a bathroom. Is Jeff Bezos living in a crack house or something? This sounds pretty jacked up. Mercedes Weda is using Mr. Bezos in two companies that allegedly manage his properties in a lawsuit filed in Seattle this week. She was hired in 2019 for a housekeeping role that required her to work around a family without being seen. For instance, if she was on mopping duty... She was instructed to wear clothing that would camouflage her, stuff that would match the floor. Working in the kitchen, Jeffrey has a lot of stainless steel appliances. Wear something silvery. No, apparently it wasn't that bad, but uh, some of her shifts were as long as 14 hours without breaks, during which time there was no reasonably accessible bathroom for the housekeepers. 
When the Bezos family was at home, the housekeepers were only allowed to enter the house to clean, meaning they could not use the laundry door to access a bathroom directly, as it led uh, only to the residence. Instead, they would sometimes have to climb out of the laundry room window onto a path that led to a mechanical room and then downstairs to a bathroom, a situation that was in place for around 18 months. The complaint states that due to the lack of easily accessible bathrooms, she and other housekeepers spent a large part of their day unable to use the toilet, resulting in frequent UTIs, urinary tract infections. You know where you can find some products to help with that? Amazon. They truly have everything. Here are some other claims from the woman. There was no room for the housekeepers to rest. Housekeepers sometimes ate their meals in a laundry room. The Hispanic employees faced discrimination because of their race. She complained, and as a result, she was demoted, despite never having been disciplined over job performance. She says she was wrongfully dismissed and told that she appeared to be unhappy and that this was having a negative effect on the team. I hope she documented every UTI. I don't know how exactly you would do that, but Mr. Bezos's lawyer, Harry Coral, said... Uh, the woman's claims were absurd, adding that she had filed the lawsuit only after her demand for a $9 million payout was refused. Lady, I know UTIs are uncomfortable, even painful, but not $9 million painful. Also, it's not like this housekeeper was being unpaid or underpaid. Like, if I was a housekeeper and I was paid six figures a year... Which is what she was. She was getting paid over $100,000. All it says here is over six figures. I'm assuming it's somewhere in the $100,000 range. If it's more than that, holy fuck. I would not mind climbing out of a window every now and then when I had to take a piss. It's fine. It's cool. I'd put up with a lot for, you know, a six-figure salary. She was responsible for her own break and meal times, and there were several bathrooms and break rooms available to her and other staff, according to the lawyer. The evidence will show that Ms. Wida was terminated for performance reasons. The housekeeper's lawyer said his client had worked hard all of her life. She is a very credible person, and compelling evidence supports her claims. Sounds like she might have some proof about that UTI stuff. Pictures, audio, video... I want to see some painful urination. I feel like that's the only way she can win her case. And she's going to have to have more evidence than just uh, like some receipts for cranberry juice or whatever the hell women are supposed to drink when they get UTIs. Come on, honey. You're asking for $9 million. Got to bring the goods. Uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, my favorite part of the show, some days. Some days this is my favorite part. Some days it's, uh, whew, it's a struggle. Uh, first up, let me tell you, there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Most importantly, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. Uh, there's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Use that as your invite in. It's absolutely free. Uh, the freaks are having good conversation over there and sharing really weird links to videos and stuff. You know, DV-worthy stuff. All right. Uh, let's check in with several freaks here. I think we got some patrons. Oh, jeez, old piece. I'm sorry, Jimmy, but let me try this again. Yeah. He called three times in a row. Third time's the charm, all right? This is Tricky Dicky Cox from your neighbor to the north. Oh. Dayton. Dayton, Your okay. CFI of love. Hey, I'm not trying to make this all about need content and so forth, but I did want to bring up a question or a thought 
regarding his issues when he was trying to do the tour and unable to pick a location or a hotel where he'd have to cross a bridge. Right. Which made me wonder or think. I think it's witches, maybe it's vampires, one of the two that have, are unable to cross moving water. Oh. Yeah. And maybe vampires. Interesting theory. You think Mead might actually be a witch or a goblin or something? <laughs> what are the ones that can't cross? We know trolls can cross bridges, right? Because they they live under bridges. They don't have a problem with that. Hmm. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> we should we should start calling Mead a witch. See how he responds or a warlock or something. All right. Yes, yeah, sir. I'm a widow, and I know how to play that to the full extent. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Who's this? You still there, Bontrod? Yes. Uh-oh. Yes. Oh, this sounds like a prank phone call that's going horribly wrong or horribly right. How you doing? How are you? Do you get, like, paid hourly, or, or do you have to actually make sales in order to get paid? Who who told you this? I have to make sales. Come to the house. Let me show you what my concealed carry looks like. I <laughs> uh, just ignore her. Ignore her. She's off her meds. Uh, no. So this sounds like Haley's comet using some sort of soundboard to talk to a scammer. It, 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 it's a recording. It, 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 it's, it's, it's a question. I'm asking you a question. Uh, I, I, no one told me how how your your particular operation works. Do you get paid hourly, which is why you can just sit here listening to recordings all day? Uh, yes. Oh, oh. So, so it doesn't doesn't matter. Here's the problem with uh, talking to scammers now. I think they're a little they're getting wise to everyone's game like oh he probably knows you're being or he's being recorded at this point and there's no no reason to flip out and start screaming like the few times that I got to talk to scammers and really got them all worked up you don't genuinely why why do you have a job you don't care about actually doing no I was curious about these regardings I uh, that's why I'm I was curious about these regardings listen to it there are two or three different recordings, so I was curious about it, what kind of recording it is. First you play the recording of an old old person, old man, oh, yeah, and you turn it over to an old widow who was yeah. just using some bad words, something like that. I never heard that recording. Yeah, he's heard it all, probably. Sounds like it, right? He's like, yeah, you know, these. I've never heard that recording before. That's a new one. Hi, Galileo2333. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's Stevie Manson. You said call back. This is from the Black Tragic episode voicemail. Uh, it's probably been about three months, maybe four months since they showered left. But, yeah. Have a good day, buddy. I don't remember what I was asking, and I don't really know what he just said there. It's been three or four months since they showered. It, it, does she um, wear shoes? Let me ask you about that. I think he's talking about an ex-girlfriend or something. Hi, Jim. This is Dirty uh, girl. listener, Sideshow member, Patreon member, Itchy Taint calling in. Hello, Itchy. And I know a lot of viewers. <laughs> 
just my viewers. Uh, I know a lot of listeners. They call in. They call you faggot. They say you sound gay. Yeah. Fun of the way you talk, and <laughs> I absolutely, I just don't see that. Uh, to me, uh, you, I'm butch. You always <laughs> give me some pussy. I'm liking that. How you guys talk to one another? I got some pussy last night. For me, I had some good pussy. You know, and. Uh, you know, Am I a man? Anyone. <laughs> Hello? Doubts that out there. Uh, I just think all you need to do is um, play the clip of you hydroplaning off the highway. <laughs> uh, and I will show how a real man handles <laughs> adversity. Fuck you. So, yeah, just do that. Fuck man. you. Okay. They have a big fight, break up, and then you just sort of, ooh, 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 oh. Jesus Christ on a cross. Hydroplaning. Now who's up for some pussy? Uh, listen, that's why you don't record a podcast or whatever the fuck I was trying to do there while driving in wet conditions. You'll hydroplane. You'll hydroplane. All right. Uh, there you go. That is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Watch you guys email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206 God, it's an O. God. Skid marks the Doggy Doody Doodle game. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating and thumbs up or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back here on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. a two-day intensive education camp to catch you up on all the important things to know during your time at Chester Cheeseburgers. Your individuality is a weakness. The collective is stronger than any one single being. Free your mind of contradictory thoughts. Your only concern is for the well-being of Chester Cheeseburgers. This pure ideology will free you from the shackles of imagination. Your goal is order. Obedience, focus, freedom is serving the collective. We are one people with one goal, one cause. Those who deceive shall pay the ultimate price, while the faithful will be rewarded with the highest of honor, a prosperous Chester Cheeseburgers. Learning is awesome. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.